Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, it is early this morning and I'm really excited to be coming to you with this podcast because we are making total shifts. Yesterday, we talked about the four pillars of business and what it takes to build a company, build a business. And um, I went over some things like for network marketers, if, if that's you or if you have a brick and mortar business, just some things to think about that maybe are holes in your business and you had no idea. So um, thanks so much for listening and uh, let's get in today. So today we're going to talk about uh, people. We're going to talk about people in your business and people in your life. So I heard this term, emotional blackmail, and it rocked me. I literally was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I know somebody who does this. I know somebody who does this. So we're going to go over that today. And I hope that you get some great things out of the podcast. Um, actually, I know you'll get some great things out of the podcast already. Within a minute, we are good to go. So when I first started my journey in just trying to figure out what I want to do, figure out my life, figure out where I want to go, I was raised in a family that I kind of had a ceiling. I didn't even know where I wanted to go because I didn't know what was possible. And when the things that I thought that I wanted didn't come true, like becoming the actress, being best friends with Jennifer Aniston... (laughs) You know, when those things didn't come true, all of a sudden lost belief and lost faith that I can even dream of anything ever again. And so it's like I never, ever set a goal again. When I started back into figuring out who I am and what I want, it was then that I could set goals. But the problem was, is even with me setting my own goals, there were people around me that were emotionally blackmailing me and I had no idea first one way that you can know that somebody is emotionally blackmailing you is one they make you feel like you did wrong when they actually did wrong don't let people make you question your common sense don't allow them to play with you gaslight you fire you up When you talk to somebody who is doing this, you can get to the point where you can tell what they're doing and not take it personally on you. You're just like, wow, this person is a little messed up right now. And you're actually able to step back and look at them. And even if it's somebody that you love, like last night, example, I was in the car with Sam And, um, we had just gotten back from a run and then we went for burgers after the run at 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) Not the best thing, but you know what? I actually enjoyed it. I was making memories and I just ran my ass off in like 20 degree weather. Dallas, Texas. I don't know what's going on with you. I digress. We were in the car and he said a racial slur that I told him, I said, don't ever say that again. He's like, oh, I'm allowed to say it because I'm an, I'm an immigrant. And I looked at him and I said, no, you're not. Not around me, you're not. He tried to justify why he was saying what he was saying. Until like, I was just like, whatever. 
But my whatever isn't saying, uh, whatever. No, it's saying, I still stand where I stand and I know where you stand. And I know about the things that may come up in the future where I'd like to break this habit. Because you, as, as you and I know, the things that you speak out loud become affirmations. And if you are affirming something about a race that is derogatory, something about a culture that is derogatory, you're, a cl- you're, you're just poo-pooing on yourself. So that's why I don't accept that language. But if he turned around and made me feel like I'm wrong for feeling that way when they actually are in the wrong, that's when you know somebody is emotionally blackmailing you. I'm not saying that Sam did that, but that's where it could have gone. Don't allow people to play with you either. They will gaslight you. They will make you feel like you're doing something just so terrible. Don't make them let you or don't let them make you feel like that. Two. They make you question yourself or question the situation, question your decision until the point where you're actually unsure about yourself. When they don't really know what's going on, they're projecting their scarcity on you. And they question the situation because they don't believe in your big dreams. They've never seen that before. Or they question you because um, you, you parent your kids differently. The people you're hanging around are different. You're learning new things. You're becoming a better version of you. To emotionally blackmail you to make you feel like you question yourself so much that you actually don't trust yourself. You're unsure about anything. And those of you that are still in your adult years, like myself, who's had to go through these situations with other people and thinking to myself, who first made me feel like I was unsure of myself? Where did I learn that behavior? What was that experience? When you find the root of that, it's when you conquer everything. Being emotionally blackmailed can be a one time in your life, a steady time in your life, or even a a time that you, your whole life. Pretty much. Three. Okay, we'll get through these. People who are emotionally blackmailing you have true intentionality to extort you when they feel like you are backing away. When they feel like you have 
given in, but you're not done yet. They will shine a light on your darkest insecurities to bring you back to them. To bring you back to that level. This third person who does this, this actually all of these, all of these can be done by one person, of course, but not all the time. The person who does this has the lowest of lowest self-esteems that they have to feel like any dirt that I've ever shared in my whole life now needs to be shared with the whole family, now needs to be shared on their Facebook profile, or now needs to be shared um, on a podcast. There is a saying that hurt people hurt people. And it's totally true, but it's also not an excuse. Hurt people may hurt people, but that doesn't mean that those hurt people go and bleed all over the world. And those other hurt people who who are just hurt also go bleed in private. You have the strength to rise above and know that your character, your standards, how you live your life, how you see your future going, whether these people around you are with you or not, you are moving forward. You have that stance to that when they shine a light on those insecurities or those darkest moments that you shared with them, those secrets that you shared with them, if they threaten to shine a light on those and spread it around to the world, if they call you out for your addiction, they know what is best to make you feel powerless. So when you are powerless, they have the power. They want to paralyze you with the past pain and they will gossip (laughs) so much. They will gossip about you so much behind your back. You have no idea. It is ridiculous. Don't let a hurt person make you feel powerless. Don't let that person that says, if you don't do this, I will tell everyone this. That is emotion extortion. Number four of our emotional blackmail. I hope you're getting some good value from this. Like I find this really fun. Four, they get their high off of making you feel low. Now you're probably thinking like, didn't the rest of the three say this too? But they do. It's different. They get their high off of making you feel low. Be careful with the people that when they text you or when they message you in some way, they'll say something that kind of throws you off. And then they'll put an LOL at the end or a ha 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 at the end. Even after anything, like even if it is a joke and it crosses a boundary, 
Stop allowing these people to play with you. You can block them. My friend just the other day was just like, it was my 34th birthday and I'm celebrating, I'm celebrating it in Dubai. (laughs) I took a first class flight over here and my cousins came at me on Facebook saying, happy birthday, da, 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 whatever they said. She said, I couldn't believe these ungrateful cousins. Unkind people. She's done a lot for them in their lives. A lot for the family. A lot for the family legacy. And she's built the legacy for the family. Like, it's amazing. The people that will always get their high off of making you feel low. Even on your birthday. So be careful with those people. As soon as you do make your stand, you set your boundary, you block them, you do whatever you need to do. No more. As soon as you are starting to look out for you, they'll still try to make you feel guilty for that. Like, oh, she's a lot better than us. (laughs) They'll do these third person kind of things or whatever. (laughs) It's really crazy. But don't let them get to you like that. They're the ones with the problem. Block them again. You're out of my life. I'm moving forward. Look forward. Even if these are the people that have raised you, trust me. Because if the people that have raised you are doing these things and you decide, you're deciding today that you are drawing the line and you're taking a break, and you're taking some time and maybe you start incorporating emails back and forth. No more talking on the phone. No more this, no more that. You set the boundary. Like you don't, you don't have access to me. I'm actually trying to heal from emotional trauma from you. (laughs) So there's going to be those. Stop allowing people to play with you. And last but not least, They'll make you feel guilty for doing what's best for you. Like, why didn't you come to your aunt's funeral? Why didn't you go to the birthday? That's your niece. Whoa. Whoa. Take a step back. As soon as you say no to something, they're going to make you feel guilty about it. If somebody is trying to ask you in a certain way and make you feel guilty, because it usually comes with a question. Oh my gosh, it comes with a question. And Sam is so good at this. (laughs) He is so good at this. And he doesn't know that I know. But you know, we know. And I know how to work through it. I know how to, it's not like I try to persuade, but my personality is really strong that I know how to bring out the strengths in him as well as he knows how to bring out the strengths in me. And it is an equal, um, it's an amazing kind of relationship. And I hope that you have the chance to have a relationship like this. 
because the energies flow and he doesn't become so cocky that he can't learn. And I don't become so stubborn that I can't learn. It's an equal flow, but he does do this. <laughs> um, and it comes to work. We will be having personal time and, um, I will check my phone and he'll look over at me and I'm like on my phone. I'm just like, I'm checking things. And he's just like, oh, so now you call this quality time, huh? This is, or he doesn't say it like that. Okay. But it's almost just like, oh, and now you're on your phone. Now here's the phone. And he says it jokingly. Okay. It's a joke. Cause I've asked him before. I'm just like, what is that? He's like, I'm joking. I'm joking with you. They will say it as a joke, but it's a way to make you feel guilty for not doing something they want you to do. But watch out because the next time that they pick up their phone, you'll be like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Didn't we like, am I, am I chopped liver to you? Right? Don't do the tit for tat. Call it out. Communicate. Say, yeah, babe, I picked up my phone. I thought the conversation was over. Or I thought, you know, we're chatting. Yeah, I picked up my phone. We're chatting. I'm checking this real quick. Because you have to stand up for you. And you don't have to come back with sassiness. You really don't. Because you know the exchange of energy in the room. And if they were engaging with you in energy, and then you're shut off, guess what? They do have a right to say, why are you on your phone? What's going on in your mind? Shut everything off and talk to you. So that you can work through the crap that you're going through on a daily basis. Some of you are only talking to your significant other like once a week. You have to catch up all the time. And this is something that, I mean, my parents, God bless them. They may have their faults, but they are great at communicating things that are going on. Like, and kind of like a schedule on a daily basis. My mom runs off a schedule. Oh my gosh, I never thought about it. <laughs> and they keep up with each other on what's going on when. They know when each other's at work. They know when each other are going out with friends. They know when you're meeting up. You know like the situation and how the, the kids are going to get taken care of. When What's bedtime? What's this time? Um, you, you keep up with each other and you know. But if they ever try to say something about making you feel guilty for trying to better yourself, trying to become a little bit better each day, try to elevate yourself, try to start a business, try to start a, a side hustle, try to get some extra income, try to feel significant. You got to look back at them and say, hey, this is my life too. 
Don't make me feel guilty for doing something that I really think I could be good at, that I want to take a try at, that I want to excel, that I want to go to Dubai. I've never dreamed before. It was never a thing in my household. Give me a chance to dream now. Are the bills getting taken care of? Yes. Are we in the best financial state of our lives? Not yet, but we're going to get there. Because I finally have belief in myself that I can do it. You have to stand up. If you do not already listen to Affirmation Podcasts, please start listening. I will give um, a recommendation of somebody in the show notes. Um, Her name is Debbie Neal. She's amazing. Keep on rocking it today, guys. This was, oh my gosh, this is a 20-minute podcast. But um, I'm super appreciative of you. Super appreciative. And I know some of you are going through some crap right now. Okay, keep going. The emotional blackmail doesn't end, especially if you have um, a partner or a person in your life that you share custody with. The emotional blackmail doesn't stop. You just recognize it and you feel more power because of it. You're just like, wow, this is the person that got me so low that I had to climb out of this hole. And now like I am... I am well above. I am so much farther right now than I was January 1st. Think about it. Who were you January 1st? (laughs) If I look back at me, I'm like, oh shit. Sorry for the language. January 1st, I was back in um, my 700 square foot apartment with my dog. Living a totally different life. I kept on dreaming of things, but nothing ever caught hold. I wasn't able to get traction. And I mean, like I was getting traction enough to survive. But if you guys know what we do in our business, like I'm in, it's sales. And you just got to be, you got to perfect the skills of talking to people. You got to perfect the skills of using quick, like quick ways of getting in touch with people and then having conversations You got to get in the ways of giving back information and helping other people. That's where people are either attracted to you or repulsed by you is how much you can help them. And so if you show up on a live video and you're packing up like your product, you can also shout out to all the people that are VIPs and how you helped the VIPs today was with da, 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 free coaching. You have to flow with the rhythm of your life, just like you flow with the rhythm of your business. Listen to that podcast yesterday if you haven't already. My name is Tanya, Tanya Columber. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that I fired you up today, got you ready for the day. And even if you're listening to this at night, I hope that I fired you up and gave you some things to think about when it comes to the people you surround yourself with. Have a great day, guys.